Welcome to The Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast, where we help parents and caregivers gain knowledge to increase their confidence and their success in caring for young children. We will cover topics like feeding your baby, getting your baby and you some much needed sleep, and pretty much anything else that has to do with caring for babies and their families after birth. Society sets parents up to fail, and we are here to change that. You can also find full video versions of each episode on our YouTube channel, Newborn Care Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where every Sunday night we offer insight, education, and resources to unknown caregivers and those affected in their world. These are the children, the parents, the extended family, and everyone who loves them. And our goal is to offer real-life topics and learning through discussing real issues and offering real solutions. And tonight I'm excited to welcome back a guest that we've had before because I know she's going to have some really great takeaways for you. So I would love to say welcome, Wendy. It's great to have you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me back on again. Absolutely. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Wendy and then we're going to jump into our topic for tonight. But Wendy is a cash certified newborn care specialist with both master and elite NCS qualifications and a seasoned professional nanny with over 20 years of private childcare experience, as well as being the recipient of the International Nanny Association 2021 Nanny of the Year Award. Wendy started her consulting company, Nanny Consults, in 2019 with a mission of offering targeted coaching for both caregivers and parents with a focus on promoting professionalism within the private childcare industry, as well as assisting private childcare providers in creation of professional documents, such as resumes and contracts. And I will tell you, she's developed quite a reputation for doing a great job on that. Wendy also works as the lead consultant for Nannyist, a growing company dedicated to supporting working parents through all their childcare needs. Over the course of her career, Wendy has provided hands-on care for more than 30 families and 40 children as both an NCS and a nanny, and has supported countless families, nannies, newborn care specialists, postpartum doulas, and others within the private caregiving field as a consultant. She works closely with nanny networks, professional organizations, and agencies, and is passionate about supporting, training, and coaching both caregivers and their employers in the private childcare industry. Excuse me. She has worked as the administrator of the Denver Area Nanny Association for over 10 years, leading a group of close to 2,000 local nannies. She has also presented for various annual International Nanny Training Days, INA conferences, Newborn Care Solutions Real Talk episodes, excuse me, and other speaking engagements. In addition to offering her time, experience, and mentorship to nannies just starting out in the industry. And so tonight we're gonna dig into one area where Wendy is really great at supporting families. And we're gonna discuss supporting families and reaching sleep goals. But before we talk about that, Wendy, give us a little insight about what it's like to be an INA Nanny of the Year. Uh, you know what? It, it was a whirlwind when it happened. Uh, I was so excited to um, be honored with such an amazing title. Um, and it was really exciting to 
um, meet with and visit with prior uh, nanny of the years. I actually had the luxury of being able to travel around the world that year, um, not through the INA, but on my own. Uh, and I looked up and saw the previous nannies of the year who had been recipients of the award, and was able to spend time and really learn and receive mentorship from some of the most amazing providers within our industry. Um, and then on the other hand, it, it's just been nice to be able to uh, use that as a platform to speak with parents and speak with other nannies and really uh, try to do that focus on promoting professionalism within the industry, which of course was a natural offset of uh, the reason that I started my business and my true passion, which is helping other nannies and private caregivers uh, achieve their dreams. Nanny of the Year was one of my dreams from the time I started this career, and it was beyond exciting to actually receive that honor. Absolutely. And you were in a, a group of some pretty, pretty tough competitors. So it's a, it's a big deal to have won that award. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to dig into our topic for tonight, and we're going to talk about something that is a topic that can sometimes provoke controversy. Um, but it's one that people want to know about. Caregivers want to know about it. Families want to know about it because we all love our sleep. So <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, and I want to start with one of the things that creates a lot of controversy, which is this whole thing of exactly what is sleep training and sleep consulting and are they the same thing? Are they different? Let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. I think when people hear the term sleep training, the gut reaction based on what they've heard in the past is that sleep training is leaving a baby or a toddler to just cry until they figure out how to sleep for 12 hours, not going in, not supporting them, just letting, you know, closing the door and not going in for 12 hours. And it's true. If you do that, then in two or three nights, your baby will sleep through the night. No problem at all. Except that it's a very um, brash method to use. There's uh, studies out there that have talked about whether that's actually healthy for a child or not. And the truth is, is that sleep training, that's not what it is. Sleep training is more about using tools to assist your child in learning how to have healthier sleep habits so that they do achieve those sleep goals, which might be sleeping 12 hours at night, which might be taking a three hour nap during the day. Uh, the difference, there's a lot of overlap between sleep training and sleep consulting, but the biggest difference is that as a consultant, I go into a home or a lot of times I do this virtually, I go and I work with parents and I look at the entire picture. I look at the parents, I look at their habits, their lines of work, their personalities, any siblings in the home. I look at their sleep habits. I look at their personalities. And then of course the infant or the toddler, or sometimes even a preschool aged child that I'm assisting parents in setting healthier sleep habits. I look at that as well. And using all of that information, I'm able to go in and help them determine what type of sleep training might be best fit for their family. Uh, I often will give them targeted guidance to do it themselves, or I'll come in and implement methods myself. Uh, myself. But I, my goal is always to support the emotional, the physical, and the developmental child, and to support parents in finding out what the best process for them is. Because there's 
dozens of different sleep training methods out there, cry it out or um, Ferber or extinction method. Those are just a portion of a wide variety of sleep training methods. And my goal is to help assess your needs and goals, how to set achievable goals and give a realistic point of view of what is going to work best for your family and the timeline that you can look at because each family is different. And if you're only looking at the child and you're using the same method for every child, then it's not going to be, there are better ways to do it, taking into account the entire picture. Mm-hmm. And do you sometimes, when you're doing this, when you're talking to families, when you're providing a consultation, do you sometimes have to give families kind of a reality check about biologically normal sleep? Um, and I'll give you just a quick example. I, I talked to somebody just last week who was saying, look, I'm talking to this family and their baby's two weeks old and they're expecting the baby to sleep six or eight hours in a stretch at night. How, how do I tell them that's not biologically appropriate? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I mentioned a moment ago is setting achievable sleep goals because sometimes the goal is not going to work. I sometimes do have to talk to a family and say, you know, I understand that you want your child sleeping for three hours every afternoon, but you want it to be on the go and you want to change it and have it be at 11 this day and two o'clock this day and three o'clock that day. And the simple thing is, is that that's not going to work for your family. If this is the schedule your family wants to keep and you're constantly on the go, then this is what you can we can expect to achieve while setting sleep goals. If you want to, if it's more important for you to reach those goals, then these are some things you need to change within your personal life. Uh, I want to make sure that I am giving the family realistic expectations because if they pay, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars for a sleep consultant to come in and they're not successful, it's me who looks bad. So I try to be very honest and say, you know, I am hearing this is your goal and I'm seeing this is your personality type, or this is your process. I don't know that the two will work. So we need to make adjustments in one or the other area so that we can achieve success. Yeah, that's great to hear that. Cause I think too often um, we see either from parents' expectations or from some people working in the field, kind of a one size fits all approach. And you and I both know that that doesn't work so well, right? Um, so, if somebody is interested in this and they're like, hey, I, I want to get more sleep. I'm a new parent or I've been a parent for three or four months and I'm exhausted uh, because we all know parents are always interested in sleep. At what age should they be reaching out for what you provide? When should they reach out for sleep consulting service? So I actually will work with any age, but our goals and our expectations look a little bit different depending on what age uh, the child is. And so I have some parents who will contact me when their child is eight weeks old or 12 weeks old and say, okay, we want to do sleep training. We're ready to do an extinction method, which for those of you who don't know, is that leaving a child to cry for either a long period of time or for short intervals. Um, If a family with a six to 12 week old comes to me with those goals, Um, I will do a little bit at the beginning where I talk about starting to set healthier sleep habits, set healthier sleep goals and work on those routines. Um, But I will not implement on my own any of those, uh, those less gentle parenting or sleep consulting methods 
for a child that's under four to six months old. And if they're between that four to six month old age, I prefer, especially if a family is wanting to do a sort of cry it out method or a graduated extinction, I prefer they wait until six months old. If they want to do it anyway, I am happy to guide them through the process, but that is not an area where I will come in and actually provide the service because my preference is to have that happen around the six month or older age. Um, so for a sleep consultant to come in and have you start setting healthy habits, any age, if you are wanting to go in and get it done quickly, uh, and you just, you know, you want to have a three day period and your child is sleep trained by the end of it, you're going to have to use one of those more aggressive methods. And for those, I really recommend waiting until at least six months old, not before. What I prefer is a combination of methods, which revolves around setting healthy sleep habits early on uh, with a focus on nutrition and uh, general routines and schedules. I find if you have a six to 12 week old, six to eight weeks is honestly one of my favorite times to start to come in and set those healthy sleep habits. You won't have a baby sleeping 12 hours a night by the end of it, but you will have a baby whose body listens to its natural rhythms and is a great sleeper and will naturally fall into that sleeping 10 to 12 hours at night, as long as they have those healthy sleep habits to begin with. If you're doing any sort of aggressive sleep training program, I will tell you straight out, don't do it until after the four month sleep regression, because you'll have to do it again after. So uh, at least four months for any of those more aggressive techniques, preferably six months plus for those. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I also do, I do sleep training. I have recently was working with a family with a three and a half year old who uh, I had worked as their newborn care specialist and their son, who is just over a year now has amazing sleep habits and their daughter who's three and a half has never slept well. So I came in and I worked with that family and it looked a little different than what I do with infants and toddlers. But really any age you can use a sleep consultant. If you're doing the sleep training, as we talked about, I recommend waiting till at least four months, preferably six months. And so what I'm kind of hearing from you, and I want to make sure that I'm getting this right, is that not only is it different approaches for different ages, but also different approaches for different families and different sets of circumstances. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And uh, I'll be honest, most of the time, my sleep coaching is aimed at the parents, not at the child, because there are certain ways to set habits that almost every child, not every child, but almost every child will respond to. The place where the variation really is very visible is in the parents and the parents' personalities and the parents' learning styles and the parents' communication styles. Um, I often will ask, you know, do you consider yourself a type A or a type B person? Do you have a lot of anxiety? Um, We get very deep into addressing the parents' personalities so that I can recommend a program or a solution that is going to be best fit to that specific parent. Because if they are not connecting with the process that we are uh, working towards, they are not going to be successful. It's a lot more likely that they're going to give up. There won't be consistency, which, as I know, you know, the number one important thing when setting healthy routines is consistency. If they're not a person who, uh, if they're going to back out early and they don't have that consistency, they're not going to find success. Um, So some of my families, I send them a 30-page booklet with a how-to and a frequently asked questions, and it's, you know, detailed in 12-point font, and they can go in and read it like a short chapter book. 
Other families, I give them three pieces of paper and I tell them over the phone what to do. Other families, I come in and I say, okay, I'll get it done. And I stay at their house 24 seven for the next week and it's done by the end. And I tell them, okay, this is what you do from here on out. So those communication styles can make a big difference as well. And using all of those techniques of the different sleep training programs, I'm often able to create a personalized solution for each individual family. Fantastic. So if someone says, hey, you know, I think I want to, I want to get some help. I think maybe I need a sleep consultant or whatever. How does that work? Are there, are there like packages they can buy or do they pay by the hour? What does that look like? So each different sleep consultant is going to have a little bit different process. Um, personally, I've found that I have the best success with families if they select from uh, a couple different packages that I offer. So I have a package where it's, uh, I do both virtual and in-person sleep consulting. So if you want to do it yourself, I have a do it yourself package. It includes, you know, a two, usually my initial contact is at least two hours and I can do that on zoom or I can do that in person. I prefer it to be in person or on a video call versus just a regular phone call, because I can get a better sense of um, the parents' personalities and styles from having that visual connection. Um, but I do that. And then I give them a detailed, like I said, that little booklet, the detailed booklet of this is what you're going to do. Um, sometimes it's really, really detailed. Sometimes it's just, you know, the bare bones, depending on what the family is going to learn best through. Uh, and then I provide text and email and phone support for typically around a month after that. And then they can continue to re-up that if they're not having success. We usually will have at least one scheduled check-in a week into the process. Um, so we can see if there are any adjustments we need to make. Uh, but we do frequent check-ins by text and by phone. Um, I also have an fully in-person support plan where we still do that two-hour initial contact, but then I come in and I actually implement the methods. A lot of times I don't come in on the days with that, but if they have a daycare provider or a nanny, or if they're home with the baby, I will give them those kind of outlines of this is what I want you to focus on during the day. I'll be there at night to assist. And sometimes I'll go in for a couple hours to kind of assess the day and give them, um, give them some solutions after I see how the daytime plan goes. Uh, so that we've got the, you know, fully do it yourself plan. And we've got the fully let me come in and do most of it for you plan. And then I have the middle of the road, which tends to be what most parents choose. And that's the, the interview and then the written plan, as well as I come in maybe for a day here and there, or after a couple of nights of sleep support and assist them in that process. Uh, and then finally, I just have a troubleshooting plan, which is my hourly fee that if they wanna hop on and just talk like you and I are talking right now and ask me questions, I call that my troubleshooting. I charge an hourly fee, it's a minimum of one hour and we just kind of have this back and forth discussion and answer questions that come up. Now that doesn't include any of those additional written plans or anything like that, that comes with a package, uh, but it is a good solution for family who may have pretty good habits already and is just trying to troubleshoot a couple of areas. Um, so, and then pricing wise, you know, from that hourly fee is obviously gonna be the least expensive and then the do it yourself after that, followed by the combined plan and then the fully I come in and do it. Uh, so the price can really vary, you know, it might cost $100 all the way up to four or $5,000, depending on what type of support the family needs. Right, so it sounds like you customize 
the support in the same way that you customize the actual plan for the specific circumstances. Uh, and I think that's great because then there's options that serve a multitude of families. So we know that a lot of our audience are newborn care specialists, their nannies, their doulas, and a lot of them are going to be like, you know, I think I might be interested in this. So tell us a little bit about a kind of how you got into sleep consulting. And if someone was thinking, you know, I think I might want to do this as part of, the, of my service offerings, kind of what their first step in kind of looking into this or getting into it would be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the NCS work, working as a newborn care specialist, really opened a lot of doors for me. Um, when I first got into it, I thought it was just kind of switching over to being, you know, an infant nanny, basically, who works overnight. Uh, and obviously, I learned very quickly that there's a lot more to being a newborn care specialist than that. And what I learned as I started working in this industry is my passion for coaching, for parent coaching, and for nanny coaching, that I knew already, but really coaching through these parents and assisting them in reaching their goals has just become a huge love of mine and my favorite part of the NCS world. Um, so it really happened very naturally uh, following taking uh, some of the NCS courses through Newborn, Newborn Care Solutions. I took your Sleep Solutions course. Uh, which I connected with more than any other sleep program I'd ever looked into before because it focuses so much on setting those healthy routines um, to support uh, overall sleep health and hygiene and gave some of that scientific basis, which is something I always connect with is evidence-based care. Um, from there, I also won a program from a uh, a training program called Summer Sleep Secrets. And I was very honored to win that program and be able to go through that and understand some of how that training program recommends that you do sleep. Uh, and from there, I just developed this passion, this bigger passion for, you know, looking into sleep and understanding what works and what doesn't. And what I was finding is that so many sleep consultants out there, and you mentioned it earlier, take a one-size-fits-all approach which is true. It's a, it's a little bit less work for me. It's a much faster process for parents. The payoff is much quicker. But there's so many families out there who are desperate, who don't want a quicker and easier path. They want to get sleep, but they also want to be gentle or to support whether they're Montessori or RIE type philosophies. They want something that's maybe not as fast, but will still achieve their goals. And I really wanted to start my that part of my business with a goal of providing that personalized support so that each family felt like what they were doing was geared directly towards them and their personality styles. So if you're looking to get started in this, I think the first thing is to figure out, you know, what kind of provider do I want to be? Do I want to be someone who works with those parents who just want to get it done quick and easy? Do I want to work with those parents who want just the gentle approach? Or do I want to be someone who personalizes based on each individual family? Obviously, that one's a little bit more work. Um, and then the other thing would be to find some of those sleep programs. You know, there's Summer Sleep Secrets, which I mentioned. There's um, Gibson Newborn Care offers one. Taking Care of Babies is out there. There is a wide variety of different programs that you can look into, uh, as well as just un innumerable written content out there. And I can see some of these books on your shelf back there as well. But if you look at this shelf right here, 
there we go. Uh, those are all sleep books. And that's only probably a third of what I have. I've read all those books. I use techniques from each one of those books uh, in my in my process when I work with families. And I very naturally kind of transitioned from the NCS work uh, into adding this as one of my library of services to work with families. So, you know, experience is great. Education is great. Research is great. Uh, and find out if you really are enjoying that side of the process because sleep consulting isn't for everyone. But if it's something that you find that you're passionate about, uh, and I'll tell you, the payoff is amazing when you work with these families and they finally reach those goals. They love you more than anything. Um, if you find that that's something that you're interested in, then, uh, you know, take the plunge, try it out. Absolutely. Um, there's been so much that we've talked about around this and we are almost out of time. Is there anything else that you really want to share with our audience um, to give them a better understanding around this? You know, I think the number one thing that I try to tell people, and I'm probably repeating myself at this point, is just that there is no one size fits all approach when it comes to sleep. Yes, most methods will work for every child, but not every method will work for every parent. Um, and finding those ways to really um, fine tune your care to the person that you're working with, the family you're working with, whether it be the parent or a grandparent or another caregiver, learning those methods to personalize the care that you provide uh, really allows for increased success in the end and a lot more um, joy in the care that you're providing. Fabulous. Well, thank you for sharing so much quality information with us tonight, Wendy. I know that not only will the NCS and doulas and nannies love it, but parents love this stuff too. Um, so that's great. And we'll make sure that we share in the feed where people can contact you for more information around your sleep services, as well as the other things that you offer through nanny consults. So thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me again. I appreciate it as well. Absolutely. And to our audience, thank you for joining us tonight. If you have any questions around this topic or any of the services that Wendy offers, please put them in the feed and tag Wendy or tag Newborn Care Solutions and we'll make sure that you get answers. And of course, you can rewatch this segment, catch any of our past Real Talk episodes and access all of our other educational content by going to newborncaresolutions.com and clicking on the education tab. You can also find our Real Talks on our YouTube channel and now as a podcast on all of the podcast channels. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Tanya Sackowitz podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please share it on social media or send it directly to someone you think might benefit. It would also be a huge support if you could rate and review the podcast on whatever player you're currently listening on so that other people can find the content easier. You can also connect to us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok, or checking out our website at newborncaresolutions.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Real Talk Podcast with Tanya Sackowitz.